Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, we've, we have often heard, the pe- heard people say, I am so blessed. I have a great job, I have a wonderful family, I have a big house, etc. Or we, we hear people say, bless you when you sneeze. Bless you. Uh, or we often use the words, God bless you, in our, in our daily lives. So blessed is probably, possibly the most frequently used word in the Christian vocabulary. Most blessings can be simple sayings that communicate kindness and goodwill. But the common understanding of what it means to be blessed by God is that he gives good things. Some people think blessed as a spiritual term for good fortune. Like when we receive something good, when a desired outcome or exceptional comfort. But God, but does God, God's blessings only pertain to material things? What happens when we lose our job, can't pay our bills, are stuck in the house because of a nasty virus? Does that mean that, that we aren't blessed? That God is mad at us for some reason? Has removed his favor or blessing over us? If God chooses to close the door on something we really wanted, do we feel he's punishing us? Withholding good things? Doesn't want us blessed? No, You see, we need to realize that what he could be actually saving us from. And and as he closes one door, he always opens another. That's even better. And the devil can't close the door that God opens. And as you walk through the right door, you will receive all the blessings that go with that. There's always something greater on the other side of that door. God opens, God opens the door, and please know that the enemy will try to keep you from walking through that door. It may take some waiting. It may take some trusting in him through the process, but the outcome is always favorable and oh so glorious. Now, don't get me wrong. God wants us to have nice things. Material things are included. But thinking that God's blessing is only material or the physical things around us actually severely limits our understanding of what's in God's heart for us as believers as well as what the Bible ascribes to a fuller meaning of the word blessed. From God's word, we learn his blessings carry a far more spiritual blessing than the things that we see around us. Far more spiritual significance than a casual greeting or an obligatory saying or all the riches of the world. After all, as fallen sinners, what do we really deserve? But let me tell you one thing, and if there's only one thing that you take away from here today, know, and whether you believe it or not, God wants to bless you. He does not just want to bless you. He loves to. God's heart is to lavish us with goodness. He delights in blessing us. He wants us to experience the fullness of his greatness. Though we may look around and say, well, this certainly doesn't seem like we're blessed. 
But please look beyond what you see in the natural. Look into your heart. Look into his heart and know that you are truly blessed. Mother Teresa worked among the poorest of the poorest. Yet if you had have asked her when she was alive, if she considered herself blessed, there would have been a big yes. Brother Lawrence worked in the kitchen washing dishes in a monastery. But he knew that he was greatly blessed because he knew what it was to walk in the present, to walk with God every day. These are examples. Both of these individuals had amazing walks with God because they are an example for all of us on how to know the very heart and the depth of God's love for his people, for us. From a worldly perspective, they had nothing. But from a heavenly perspective, they were extremely blessed. Now, you may think, well, non-believers are blessed. Look at they've got, you know, all kinds of money. They've got this. They've got that. They've got all kinds of stuff. So, yes, in a sense, they are blessed, though not in the same way. And sometimes it just, that just doesn't seem fair. Because blessings are supposed to be reserved just for believers, right? <laughs> However, in a sense, they are blessed, though through the, com- through the common grace of God, which extends to all people. But this grace has an expiration date on Judgment Day. The blessed circumstances of their lives are short-termed rather than the life-giving eternal blessings that are poured out for all believers. Sadly, these temporary world-based blessings have a deceptive way of blinding individuals' need for a savior and leaving them unfulfilled and empty on a course of constantly searching. There are so many scriptures. I mean, you can just, the Bible is full of scriptures that talk about and make reference to blessings, which can be so contrary to the world. Like in James 1 and 12, we read, blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. Because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. For someone who doesn't know Christ as their savior, they could read this and say, well, that doesn't seem blessed. But to those who make a heartfelt decision to trust God through the most difficult times in their life, they will receive an inner state of joy that is unaffected by external trials. Romans 8.32 says, He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? God's word is teeming with scriptures that affirm the truth that God wants to bless. And if only we could set our minds that the great God was able to sacrifice and give us all for us, then it would be easy to acknowledge God's innate desire to bestow every good thing on us. Even with the amazing scriptures, still at times, some of us may find it hard to reconcile the truth that God really wants to bless. We may not feel worthy. We may stumble from in our walk from time to time and think, how can God ever bless me but let me tell you these are lies from the enemy and when you begin to feel that you are not worthy of God's blessings then know it's a lie 
because that's not in God's nature. He doesn't hold us ransom to our past. That was all finished at the cross. So we can't continue to rehearse those things when they come into our thoughts. But instead, as we are told in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. In a sense, we long for the Father's blessings because we were created for it. And without it, we develop a deep, insatiable inner hunger. Are we aware of this hunger? Maybe yes, maybe no. But without his blessings, we experience a restlessness as we search for something more because there is a deep void inside us in our lives that cannot be filled. In order for that void to be filled, we have to come into the daily realization that, we ha- that what we have received in the gospel is not only the blessing of forgiveness, washing, and cleansing, but even more, we have received the greatest blessing of all, which is the triune God, Father God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit as the processed, all-inclusive, life-giving spirit dwelling in us daily. That's blessed. The truth is God has already answered the question. Does God want to bless us? With a big yes over 2,000 years ago, the ultimate proof is Jesus Christ. He took upon himself all our sins, sicknesses, along with the guilt and the shame, so that we could be made right with God. He freely gave us the gift of salvation, granted us his righteousness, freed us from eternal death, so we could enjoy eternal life with him. There's power behind what Jesus did on the cross. There are blessings that we haven't even began to tap into. Perhaps we're not aware of them, but they're there waiting for us. The greatest blessing was when Jesus Christ reached down and he grabbed a hold of us when we were at a very low and vulnerable point in our life, when it was a matter of life or death. And we're told in Psalm 40 and 2 that he lifted me out of the mud and the mire and set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Now, how blessed can we get? Well, let me tell you. When we gather here together, yes, we have to wear masks. Yes, we have to social distance. But we can come to and gather, and we can enjoy the presence of God with each other. We can worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We live in a country where we can freely worship, and we're not persecuted for it. Again, that's blessed. This pandemic may have taken away a lot of things from us, but it can never take away our relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. (laughs) yeah, what an atmosphere. (laughs) He is in this place right now. He's always waiting for us. We, 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 We prayed about, we worshiped that this morning. He's waiting for us to join. All we have to do is step into the water. All we have to do is take that is take that step. It's like last weekend, last Sunday when I was standing here, I had this sense that Jesus was walking through us, gently touching us. And this morning as I was driving here and I and I shared that this morning, it's like yes we have greeters at the door and praise God for the greeters, but 
it wasn't just the greeters at the door today. It was like Jesus was standing there greeting everyone as well when they, when they came in. And uh, so we are blessed. And you're, you're going to hear me say that many times this morning. And I release and speak that blessing over, over every single person here and over this church now. Ephesians 1 and 3 says, Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ in accordance with his good, with his pleasure and will. We're blessed because of the spiritual blessings that far outweigh anything earthly. So how do we actually define blessed? The word blessed derives from the Greek word makarios, which means blessed one, possessing favor of God, describes a believer in fortunate position from receiving God's favor, grace, or the state of being marked by fullness from God. The scripture that I just read, no matter if you receive it or not in the temporal form, we have been given every blessing through the completed work of Christ. His righteousness, resources, privilege, his power and position. Jesus did not just die on the cross so we could swim in pools of money. He selfishly gave up his life so we could experience the incomparable blessings of being reconciled with God and the blessing his presence brings into each and every one of our lives. Several years ago now, um, we experienced a very, a deep, a deep recession. Um, some of you may remember it. It was quite a few years ago now. And of course, having our own business, we, uh, we, which we deal in the automotive industry, we really took, the business, the company took a big hit in a major way. There were no calls coming in, no orders for parts or machines or anything, nothing. It's like everything stopped. Now, we could have done one of two things. Continue to press into and declare the goodness of God and believe he would look after us and turn things around or close the door, cut our losses, and move on to something else. I think you know which one we chose. We made it a point every day to read Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. It talks about the blessings of obedience and followed by the curses for disobedience. But the one stipulation that I really like that was right at the very beginning of this scripture is if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations on this earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. We proceeded to trust God and read his word, declare his blessings, because there, are, there is power in declaration. And despite how tight, how tight finances were at that time, we continued to tithe because that is also very scriptural. Gary would go into work every day and he would sweep the floor, he would walk around, he would do whatever in the building. And gradually, the phone, calls, the phone calls started to come. Orders began to come back in. 
Throughout the whole time, we never missed one of our financial obligations. We experience God's blessing because they contain a spiritual substance that goes beyond the natural. They actually have prophetic power as you make the word of God a declaration and they have the ability to produce positive change. When you truly understand what blessings are designed to produce and how they operate, you will be able to effectively receive them into your own life and declare them over others. Through blessing, you have the power to bless yourself and radically alter another person's life and circumstances. Again, that's how powerful blessings are. Blessings carry a promise from God. Blessings are so intrinsic to God that we can, that we can say without a shadow of a doubt that it is God's nature to, buy, to bless. And a byproduct is when we become more aware of his presence. And our confidence and our joy in him begins to grow. God's goodness is so complete and so, so bountiful that blessings flow from his nature to us in a constant undiluted stream in which he is inviting us into relationship to share the outflowing with him. You can have the ability to enjoy a blessed life. Now, we don't just sit around and say, oh, Bless me. Yeah, bless me. No, we have a vital part to do because the greatest, the greatest blessing that God can bestow on us is helping us see our need for Christ. Then growing in us an increasing spiritual understanding of the gospel, following Jesus, spending time in his presence, talking, waiting, as we heard last week, not just spending time bringing our wants and our desires, but a genuine heart for him. And as I read in Deuteronomy 28, if you obey the Lord your God and his commands, that is key. Yes, we will goof up. We will, we will experience trials in this life, but... Let me tell you, the trials in this life begin to pale in comparison as we grasp the eternal inheritance that we are guaranteed as a child of God. Of course, I can't talk about blessing without mentioning the Beatitudes found in Matthew 3 and 12. When reading through, I want you to see the contrast between kingdom values, what, what is eternal, and the worldly values, what is temporal. The, the Beatitudes are not multiple choice. We don't pick the ones that we want and we leave the rest. They must be taken as a whole because they describe what we should be like as Christ followers. Each Beatitude tells how to be blessed, which means more than happiness. It implies fortunate, enviable state of those who are in God's kingdom. God is just so incredibly, incredibly good. You see, when you, when you ask God even to bless others, it goes far beyond what you could ever imagine. It will not just help the one that you're praying for to receive the blessing, but it will also demonstrate love, encourage, and provide a model of caring to others. God's blessing spoken in his name offers the joy of his presence, the promise of his peace, the power of his forgiveness and salvation. 
When you pray and declare blessing on others, there is a power that transcends the natural and goes directly into the heavenly realm. They have the ability to change and transform another person's lives in ways we don't even realize. The power of blessing can produce a prophetic destiny over an individual, a church, a city, and a nation. Now, that's pretty powerful. So in times of, of difficulty, when you don't feel blessed in any way, let's just remind ourselves of how blessed we really are from the truth of God's word. We are blessed because of the spiritual blessings that far outweigh any earthly blessings. We are blessed because as chosen sons and daughters of the king, we will receive riches and blessings and the very nature of Christ. We are blessed because we are redeemed and forgiven. And we are blessed because we have a guaranteed inheritance sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's pretty blessed if you ask me. You know, we are just, we are a very blessed church here in every way. I truly believe um, in the power of declaration. Because there's a power behind that can, that can break through any barriers, any hindrances standing in the way. They carry an, carry an authority that is so powerful, it causes the enemy to tremble. So I want to end with corporately declaring blessings. I, I, our time is running, running out here, so I'm just going to get you to stand if you can, um, and I'm going to get you to repeat after me. Now, if you don't feel you can speak it out because of wearing the mask, that's okay, because just by standing in this beautiful presence, you are receiving these blessings and these declarations. So I'll just get you to repeat after me. We declare that you will pour out your blessing on us today. So we will be full of the power of the Holy Spirit. Be activated by the gifts of the Spirit. And shift the spiritual atmosphere wherever we go. So your presence can be felt. We declare that your blessings... That through your blessings, we will walk in divine health. And we will use, and God will use us to heal others. We declare as we are blessed, we will speak blessing over others. So they too can come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And receive the blessing that was acquired for them through the completed work of the cross. We declare corporately that you will release your blessing today over every lost soul. Bring the prodigals home, free the addicted. Heal bodies, set captives free, 
and minds from any depression and oppression. Because you are greater than all of these. Amen. I just want to thank Jesus for pouring for what he has poured out upon us today. I mean, right from beginning to end, we have been blessed the moment we stepped into this place. And I just want to thank him for everything he has done for us. And just remember, you are blessed. And if you don't feel blessed, that's a lie from the enemy. He is because he is our everything, as we have heard this morning, as we've sung this morning. May we always remember that life apart from God is empty, but life with Jesus is always blessed beyond measure. And he wants every one of his children to receive the outpouring of his blessing that no one will miss out. As you leave here today, know you are blessed and bless someone else on your way out.